you are the most powerful person in the present moment. You're learning how to be better at what you do and you're learning to be okay with who you are. Get yourself aligned with the powerful mindset of confidence because you are projecting onto other people through invisible cords how you're feeling. Welcome to Be Bold Branding, where we discuss the power of differentiating yourself through your own unique story and standout personal brand. How many times has a fear of sales held you back from achieving your best life? To achieve personal and professional success, you need to know how to overcome the top three fears that hold you back from killing it in sales. In this season of B-Bowl Branding, we're talking about changing how you're seen so you can charge what you're worth. So this topic is perfectly aligned, and that's why we have the perfect guest today, the money healer. Her name is Dr. Amanda Barrientes, and she's the founder of NFA, No Effing Around Money. She's here to teach entrepreneurs how to level up their money mindset so they can make easier money with less stress. Amanda, welcome to Be Bold Branding. Woohoo! I'm psyched to be on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You're one of our favorites, actually, mainly because I like not effing around with money, too. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's incredible. And I think that you've actually spoken at like my conference before and helped my salespeople. So listeners, you're in for a treat right here. And Amanda, before we dig into the three sales fears that are holding most people back, remind our listeners and viewers your story and uh, what brought you to where you are right now. Yeah. Oh, I, I love to be here. Thank you for having me again. It's really fun. And, you know, I'm thinking about when we start our entrepreneurial journey or any journey that has big breakthroughs, usually starts with like that critical moment that you look back and you go, oh, that was really hard to be in the middle of, but I'm really glad I went through it. And so, you know, for me, it started, I was on the floor crying one night, feeling super scared, really stuck, very victim minded. And I, was looking around at my history and going, you know, who did this to me and really wanting to blame someone else. And I was pretty good at that. And all of a sudden I thought, wait, I'm the center of my reality. And so I'd left my 15 year marriage having an affair. My next relationship wasn't working out. And so he had moved all of his stuff out. And so I was looking at this empty basement and going, oh my God, I don't know where I'm going to live. I can't find a place that I can afford for me and my three kids. I was already on food stamps and I was crying and just going, I don't know what to do. And it would feel really fortunate that in that moment I, I sat up. So I was laying on the floor crying. I sat up and I had the thought, I got to do something different. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And I really had no idea where that was going to lead me because, you know, we don't always know the answers when we're at that quote unquote rock bottom moment. It's just that you make the declaration, you create a decision, and then you start taking action in that direction. And what came to me was podcasts because I was already super busy. And I thought, okay, I can listen to podcasts while I'm taking my kids to school and washing the dishes. And I started to listen and listen and everything started to saturate into my mindset and shift. And I started showing up differently with my friends, with my students, with my, my kids, even the way that I parented. And then I started to attract different people into my life and it started to work. And then, you know, the beautiful way that the universe works. I also, at the same time, the department where I was earning my graduate degree had this departmental fallout that was all over the news and professors were leaving. And I was like, oh my God, I don't think I want to be a professor anymore, which had been what I was on track for for years. And I thought, well, all of these 
podcasts are done by coach type people. So maybe I'll just take the leap and be a coach. And so that's what I did. And I went six figures in that first year. And so, you know, it was this really wild journey from food stamps to six figures and, and then teaching everyone since then how to overcome their fears, their inner critic beat up, their self doubts, all the things that keep them stuck from making easier and easier money in their life and their business. Man, I love that story. I do too. I, I can hear that story a hundred times over. And I've never told you this, Amanda, but part of the reason why is it sort of parallels my mom's story. Had always just been a, a housewife and, and mother and wife. And that was her very hard work, but that's what your life was devoted to. And then my dad up and absconds and she had have no skills. Like she didn't have anything and had no idea how she was going to feed us. And she just buckled down and uh, you just can't break a good person. And she said, I'm going to get this done. And Dang if she didn't. So, mm -hmm. you know, I've got a little personal tug to that whenever you tell that story, because I recognize maybe even better than some that would be listening to this, it just how like low that spot really is, you know, and yeah. then to come back from it so fantastically and to have the knowledge that you do pass on to everybody that goes through your program, reads your books, and listens to your podcast. It's a definite need. Yeah. Absolutely. It sure is. Yeah. It, that feeling of sitting on the floor crying, realizing I don't know how much lower this can go. Right. And and something has to be done. And that common denominator is me. That's a realization that a lot of people never come to because it's so easy to blame somebody else. It truly is. So I'm going to shift it for a second from the personal story to how we view sales, because sales has been something I've done my whole life. I started out selling vacuum cleaners door to door to pay my way through college. And then that turned into radio sales and media sales for 24 years. And then that, you know, segued into what Brandface is today. So the sales thing, I can tell you, is a great, great, great fear. People say that public speaking is the number one fear, and I disagree. I think it's sales. <laughs> I think knocking on somebody's door and saying, it's you want to buy a vacuum is yeah. like, got to be in the top three scariest well, things you know, ever. I needed to eat, right? <laughs> I needed to pay for tuition somehow, and I didn't want to go back home, right? And they say, you know, the ability to move away from pain is far greater than moving toward pleasure when you make a big decision like that in your life, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> I know you talk a lot about the three, and there are lots of fears, I know, but the three main fears that hold us back from sales or three main sales fears. Can you talk about that just a little bit? Because I know a lot about that. Oh, yeah. I love that you said that, you know, one of the greatest fears is speaking. It's similar to selling, right? Like it is. it's all an art of promoting yourself. And it's terrifying. It can be. And I always define fear as the future expectation of awful results. And because what That's it good. is, is completely made up in your mind, right? It's not happened yet. It's a future projection of something that you're creating a bad story in your mind where you're going to get awful results. So in the case of sales, it would be you sitting there thinking, you know, I'm going to get the, the top three that I like to describe your fear of other people's judgment. And number two is fear that you're not good enough. And number three is fear of rejection. Okay. 
Now, all of these are made up in your mind. So when you're sitting there worried about other people's judgment, it's you playing out a story in your mind, thinking of the interaction you're going to have selling something to somebody and that they are going to judge you negatively. And it's important to think about where this comes from. Usually you can scan your history and look and see somewhere in your history, you have a memory of a sales experience that was negative. And now you've implanted that into your mind and then projected it onto your future and go, I'm going to show up and be that sleazy salesperson or people are going to think I'm a sleazy salesperson. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Well, that that's what happened to me. Yep. Now I'm not sure if they thought I was a sleazy salesperson or, but probably so because honestly, when I first came into the radio industry, I was knocking on doors with bigger money behind them. Right. And so they slammed the doors in my face. Sometimes, you know, literally every time I turned around because I was young and being yeah. young, you automatically, it's the expectation is you don't know what you're talking about. You know, Hey, if you've got tickets to the game or if you're going to bring me a free lunch, you can come in, but otherwise scat. Right. And so that's where a lot of brand face really kind of came to the surface because I realized at that point in time, if I was going to be seen differently, I had to change the way I presented myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of your message too. It's like you, if you're thinking those negative thoughts, you're thinking about things that haven't even happened yet in a negative way. It's best to prepare and position yourself differently to think, Hey, this might actually happen. Yeah, because just as easily as you can be daydreaming, well, nightmaring <laughs> about the future expectation of awful results, you could also be, I, I like the opposite of is flow. So it's faithfully looking for opportunities to win. So when you're selling, you can either be in fear or flow. And when you're in flow, just like you were saying, you could imagine yourself getting up there and then them seeing you as like, damn, look at this go-getter. She's young and she's out there and she's doing it. So you could easily see them thinking that and believing that instead of projecting that they're going to reject you, you know, and I get when you do follow through and then you have someone reject you, then it amplifies your fear of rejection because you go, see, I have the proof to yep. show me that it's real. I knew I was right. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> yeah. And the interesting thing about that is because of the law of attraction, you will always get what you're imagining in your mind reflected back at you. And mm -hmm. so you set yourself up to have that rejection happen when you're already believing it's going to happen when you're stepping into the sales situation. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you're sending out a certain vibrational frequency and the universe doesn't discriminate. It doesn't go like, oh, we don't want you to have that belief. That's not good for you. It just goes, oh, here's the belief that you're having. You're sending out this vibrational frequency. We're going to match that and reflect it back to you because that's what you believe to be true. And mm -hmm. so our job is to play with stretching our sales beliefs more into that flow state than in the fear state. I love that. I do too. I do too. And I like it because that's a workable exercise. It's very clear. And I like you said that about the frequency too, because I try to teach my salespeople too, like you are, whether you realize it or not, you are portraying to that person you're standing in front of your fears yeah. or your confidence. They're picking up on that, whether you realize it or not. And if you're going into it like, well, I mean, you you, you wouldn't want to buy a house, would you? You know, then they're going to go, no, not, not from you. That's so true. So knowing those things, you know, what are some common sense tips that people can use when they're sitting there and they're like literally sweating about to make a sales call or walk into an office? Like, yeah. what can they do in that moment? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a great, a couple of great strategies. And first, I want to give everyone this story because it, to me, it makes so much sense. 
to help yourself get aligned, to let go of the sales fears and realize it's just about promoting yourself to the right people at the right time. So I use this fun example of selling pizza. So like, let's imagine you're going around your neighborhood with a hot pepperoni, cheesy, delicious pizza in your wagon, you know, and you're pulling along and you go to the first store and you knock and the person goes, oh, we're gluten free. That won't work for us. You don't beat yourself up and go like, oh my God, why did I knock on the door? I feel so bad about it. You just go, oh, they're gluten free. It's not for them. You go to the next door, right? And then you knock on their door and they go, oh, darn, we already ate dinner, but come back another night, right? And you're like, okay, cool. You put it on your list to follow up. Third door you go to and the people are like, oh my God, you're the best thing that ever happened to me because I didn't want to cook dinner. I was daydreaming about pizza. My kids are so hungry and you sell the pizza right? And so we make such a big deal out of rejection instead of just going like, oh, not the right person, not the right time. That's okay. What I have isn't going to be for everybody. And so the first thing you want to do when you're sitting in any sales situation, let's say it's a call. You want to get yourself aligned first with the powerful mindset of confidence, because exactly like you were saying, you are projecting onto other people through invisible cords how you're feeling. And if you're feeling desperate and afraid and a lacking confidence, I call it apologetic sales. You're like, I kind of I have this thing that's kind of good. Maybe you want it. I'm not sure. <laughs> and it's like you're trying to sell yourself that it's OK. And why would anyone buy from you when you're not sure yourself? Right. What people are buying is your certainty. They're buying your certainty that. that you have a solution for them. And so the first thing you want to do before you even enter into the sales moment is to imagine the best outcome possible happening. So you want to get yourself aligned energetically so that what you're sending out and projecting is a confident experience and a confident feeling. And you want to see the most awesome thing happening. So think to yourself, like, what is the best circumstance or outcome that could possibly happen from this interaction? Write it down, meditate on it for like a minute. I have people do this before, you know, I have a five-step process. I just like walk them through, like get aligned, imagine the best thing happening. What are 10 benefits to that person of you having this interaction? So you're creating win-wins. Then how do you show up confidently as that person? And what are all the things you can drop and let go of in terms of fears to have a really powerful conversation? Man, that's a good exercise. Yes, it is. Yep. And it does get you into that mindset because, you know, it's, it's very similar to building a brand. When you do those things, you're creating the way you want to be viewed, right? Mm -hmm. Because 98% of people meet your brand before they meet you. Mm -hmm. So you want to project that certainty, as you said, which I love that word. You want to project the certainty in what you stand for, who you serve, how you serve them, what qualifies you to serve them and how it makes their life better. That's the certainty that changed my life for sure. And so I remember vividly what it was like to feel that you know, breaking out in a cold sweat before I realized all these things, I've been there. <laughs> I know what that <laughs> felt like. And over time, I just used to tell myself, you know, you're just having a conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. If what you have to offer is perfect for them, they're going to buy from you. Mm -hmm. You know, you really just want to create a situation where they feel very comfortable, where they feel like you're the only one that can help them. And then you come in and, you know, on your white horse and save the day. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's why I was so excited to talk to you today about the sales fears, because everyone has them. It is like public mm -hmm. speaking or even worse. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And just like you're saying, I always tell people, remember this when you're going into the right sales setting. And, and remember, they're not all going to be right. For the right ones, you are water in the desert. 
So remember, you're water in the desert. You're saving someone's life through sharing and caring. And that's all that sales is. It's a caring conversation between two people about their needs and you fulfilling a solution to their needs. That's it. It's and, so and, true. Right? It's like we make it so hard and we get so freaked out instead of just going like, hey, I'm water in the desert for somebody in a certain circumstance and I'm just looking for that person who's praying for me to come help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if yep. they're gluten-free, it's not your fault. That's right. That's what exactly. I took away from this. <laughs> I love the pizza analogy. No, that's a great one. And I think you have to go through it in mindsets of it is you, because you are looking for that person that you're watering the desert for, then yeah, there's some numbers games to it. You know, if we're not a fit, that's okay. So nice to meet you. You know, at least at worst, I got to talk to you. And but you, you do have on. to get out there. You have to put yourself oh, yeah. in a position to mm. be able to talk to people. Yeah, you absolutely do. You know, something I think that is an addition that's really important to remember, I, I love that you said that. You've got to put yourself out there. And even if someone says no to you right then, you never know who they're going to share your information with. Maybe it's not a good fit for them, but it's a good fit for someone else. I can't tell you. I mean, I'm going into my or 2023 is my fifth year of business and I have promoted myself so much. Sometimes in the beginning, I'd put stuff out there that nobody responded to, like crickets. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just keep going because people are seeing you show up repetitively. They're seeing that you're committed. They're seeing that you're reliable and they might say yes years down the road. Right. Yep. Maybe they went from gluten-free to being, oh, now I'm not gluten-free anymore. Or who knows what the situation is. You just want to know. You're planting seeds for future success. And that takes the power of presence. I always, I love this idea of you are the most powerful person in the present moment. So I always tell my people, I let go of, of past regret and future fear and step into the power of presence. Because in the power of presence, you can just be with the person that you're quote unquote selling to. You care, you ask questions, they share with you, you share your solutions. It's that simple. They might say no, not yet. They might say never. They might say go away. That's all okay because no matter what, you are learning through even getting quote unquote rejected. You're learning how to be better at what you do and you're learning to be okay with who you are and you're learning, you know, confidence is a practice. It's not something mm -hmm. that drops in your lap. Mm -hmm. You develop confidence through practice. Yeah. And so, you know, I love I love sales. I think sales are so fun because it's like, how can I show up and get to know people and understand their needs and their desires and become a solution? That's it. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Agreed. It truly is. You know, we're a personal branding company. So what would be a piece of advice that you would give people about personal branding? <laughs> Refine over time. <laughs> It's like discovering a gold mine and discovering like your gem. I, I do a lot of zone of genius work. So to me, your brand is your discovery of your zone of genius. And then, you know, I love brand work because what you two do is amazing. It's distilling it down to what is it that attracts people to you easily. And I don't think that's something that happens overnight. It's conversations. It's practicing. It's putting yourself out there. It's knowing the pain points of the people you work with and the work you two do is helping people discover that more quickly because it can be 
a, quite a process, we'll say. <laughs> it's like, you, it, it's hard to see your attractive qualities sometimes because it's so in your head and you don't mm -hmm. know exactly what other people are vibing with. And so to me, it's a, it's a discovery process that takes some time. And, and it's one of the most fun things you can do, I think. Yeah, Absolutely. agreed. You know, in our life, in our history, mine and Tanya's, um, you know, I hired her to be my marketer for a real estate company. And I did not realize that uh, she had no intention of teaching me marketing. She was teaching me branding from day one. <laughs> and what I loved about it was I was amazed at how much digging she did at the business at me personally, at what brought me to that location, how I ended up being there, all of my past experiences, everything. She like dug, like uh, I spent some time on the couch, you know, <laughs> and uh, and she just she brought out that persona that became my brand and then uh, effectively made the company because it is important and you need to know who you're talking to. It makes those conversations so much easier when you're doing those calls, when you're doing that sales, when you know on the other end of that who you're talking to, and especially Absolutely. if they have been attracted to you already. Absolutely. Um, huge. You know, I think branding as a business owner is everything. You know, it's like people are buying into that brand and selling gets so much easier when you have a powerful brand because mm -hmm. people are coming to you because you're so clear on what you stand for. And when you have that clarity, it's like an attractor magnet because people go, oh, I know exactly why I'm coming to you because you already have that powerful brand built that just draws people to you for those very specific solutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very mm -hmm. true. Okay, we ask all of our guests this one question, Amanda. If our listeners have the freedom to visit anywhere in the world, which place would you recommend that they visit and why? <laughs> That's a fun question. You're going to laugh or, or not. <laughs> I would say visit the inner depths of your subconscious. <laughs> I, I like love it. it. I love it. I like it. <laughs> I love it. It's a very it's, it's the first time anybody's answered that way. Uh, like we've had all kinds of crazy answers to it, which I love. But I love that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. You know, most people don't take the time to go there, and it's where all of the answers lie, because everything that you have in your subconscious mind is what's creating your outer results. And so take the time, like block out a vacation to dig into yourself and get to know yourself really well and watch your world mm -hmm. radically transform. I could not agree with that more, actually. That Love that it. takes the cake for the best answer yet. <laughs> um, nice. You know, because you do have to do that. I do that all the time. Like Tanya and I will absolutely take time to just ponder it like for a second and just do that digging in your own mind about what needs to happen next. And there's much clarity in it. So I like that answer a lot. That's a good one. So what's the best way for people to learn about you or contact you, Dr. Amanda? All things NFA money. So as they said, it stands no fooling around money. That's the, the PG version. <laughs> uh, so if they go to my website, nfamoney.com, all kinds of connections there. I just released a new book, which is so exciting. It went international bestseller. So it's called I'm a Money Magnet. So they can order it on Amazon or just go to imamoneymagnetbook.com. Um, I actually just changed it to where it comes with a free course. Like there's awesome stuff in there. A lot of what we talked about here will help you break through your unconscious money blocks. Um, I have a podcast called the Woman Entrepreneur Podcast. Super fun. I do biz breakdown sessions and solo casts and all kinds of cool things to up level your money vibe. So yeah, all things they can find me nfamoney.com. 
I love that. And I'm going to be getting that book, by the way. I saw yep, both of us. Um, I just happened to be in Tanya's office earlier and saw an, an email exchange between y'all and I had that on there. And I, I told Sydney, we got to get that book. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm you know, I've been getting great feedback. It's actually so much more in depth than I thought it was going to be. It has the top 30 money making after mantras with over 100 journaling questions to help you tap into your unconscious money beliefs. And so really powerfully transformative book. So yeah. yeah and I can tell that. you having known Amanda as long as we have now, this is her second time here. And she also spoke at one of Michael's or Michael's annual think conference for his top agents. You need to listen to Amanda. You need to get the book <laughs> Agreed. And, and join her on our podcast as well. Amanda, you are amazing. And we really appreciate the time you took to come back on Be Bold Branding again. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Brought to you by Brandface the only comprehensive personal brand building system across the globe.